vitamin C's and dish them out like candy. You're listening to Polygonometry. This is a family sit-down talkie podcast where each week I sit down with my family and we talk about what it's like growing up in polygamy. If you're the type of person who has any questions about anything you've heard so far, just drop me a line on Facebook and Instagram or drop me an email at polygonometrypod. That way I can answer your questions in a ask and ye shall receive episode that is going to be happening at the beginning of February next year in 2021, if we last that long. Anyway, my guest on the show this week is the owner of the space in which I have recorded everything so far, except for the introductions they take place in my room. But every episode that you've heard so far up until this point has been taking place in her living room next to her fireplace, and she's been so gracious to let me record in her space and this week she gets her own one-on-one time on the podcast and we get into all this different stuff this week we get into how uh you know what it's like to witness your mother fart in front of a target cashier we talk about uh how a dodgeball kind of sparked a sexual awakening in my guest and a bunch of other stuff i'm very excited to have her on the show and i really really hope that you guys enjoy the episode that I have with my dad's youngest sister. So, you're the youngest of ten. Yes, I am. Youngest and of ten. My mom's kids. Okay, that's always the caveat. Damn it, I always my say mom, that. Out of my mom's kids, I am the youngest. I am number twelve out of my dad's. Out of your dad's, twenty-eight. I don't count. <laughs> you don't want to count the other side? No, I don't okay. want to count the third wives. Okay. Because they're, I have never, I never seen them as my siblings. Ever. Okay. Gotcha. Ever. Out of dad's 16 kids. Okay. I'm number 12. Number 12 out of 16. Okay. Gotcha. So and, there's four and, younger than you. Got it. And I know some of my, like, my half sister that was on. An episode. Yeah, the one last week. Yes. And... Oh, by the way, really quick. I don't mean to cut you off. um, But you were the guest on the show last week who didn't have a microphone. Yes. And then now you do have a microphone. Yes, I do. Here we go. Here we go. (laughs) Um, I know, like, she considers, counts them as siblings, where I don't ever have. So um, what, what was the kind of delineating factor for you what was the thing that kind of like separated that in your brain of like I don't really associate them just mainly because I'm assuming that it had a lot to do with the fact that those other kids weren't grandpa's biological kids they kind of came with the quote-unquote package (laughs) yes quote-unquote package but I call her my stepmom now because she is my stepmom because dad legally Sure. Married her. Gotcha. Which is his second wife after my mom died. Mm-hmm. And her oldest is technically not my dad's. Gotcha. But I still see him as my brother, if that makes sense. But I don't see them as anything. Okay. Nothing. Okay. Gotcha. Because he's, I guess it was like how they treated us and how okay. they like... Okay. Uh, look at me. <laughs> <laughs> so it seems like there was a a little bit of um, kind of uh, I don't know how to, maybe I'm trying to find the word for it maybe some favoritism or some maybe not that maybe not. Oh. Some, well, I'm not talking yeah. about I'm talking about from their sp- perspective to you specifically like them to you was not favoritism like they didn't favor you is what I'm trying yes, to say but they like did they not. it was one of those like elitism maybe yes, and I kind of like we're that, holier than thou and I'm not saying that. All their that in that family is the that way because they're certainly not. Yeah. That way. Gotcha. They're not mm-hmm. because one particular person, when Dad was going through his process of dying, one of them was amazing. She was just absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. She pretty much was like the go between between our family 
stepmom's family and her family. Gotcha. And she was amazing. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. And I don't know where we would have like, yeah, I know they're a little bit crazy. And, <laughs> and you guys are a little bit crazy too, but here I'm the bridge. Yeah. And so she, it sounded like she was kind of the one who made an effort to hear your guys' opinion out and oh, like yes, tried yeah, to like yeah. you know incorporate everyone's decisions oh, or absolutely. thoughts and opinion okay gotcha oh absolutely and you know who i'm talking about right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah okay mm-hmm. and but yeah she was amazing and between her and my one of my sisters the medical sister gotcha they were kind of worked everything out between this and this and this and this and yeah gotcha yeah so it from what i'm hearing is it sounds like she was the Kind of the example that you uh, hoped the other siblings would kind of like take on or, yes. or, or kind of like emulate? Yes. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. And yeah, not all of them were like that. And, okay. you, and there was definite issues there. And they were very, very in the forefront mm-hmm. when dad was dying. Okay. Very much so. Gotcha. And my, my older siblings actually saw it a little bit. Okay. Because, you know, my older, my oldest sisters, mm-hmm. my oldest sister was 12 or 13 when my dad married my stepmom. Gotcha. She was 20 when he married his third wife. So she had dad. As kind of like a constant part of her life. Yes. Gotcha. Yes. And so she kind of. And you, you hadn't, how old were you when? I was. When, when when grandpa married his third wife, I was not even three. Okay, so hardly any sort of memories. No, no memory. You, at no all. memory of grandpa, as in you know, grandpa with two wives instead of three. <laughs> yeah, none. <laughs> gotcha. None and okay. And growing up, I felt like they stole my dad. Mm. They stole him from me. But I also want to put out there that I know that they needed a dad. I gotcha. know that because their yeah. father died. Yeah. A couple years before. Mm-hmm. And I, that's not the issue Yeah. <laughs> at all. I'm just, I just want to put it out there. That's not <laughs> the issue, <laughs> but I needed a dad too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. for sure. You know, you and that's, it's really tough to, to be, and I, of course, like I always say, it, it comes up almost every single episode is that I don't know what that's like mm-hmm. personally. I am, I consider myself very fortunate. I consider myself very lucky to have, you know, a dad that was there. Every single night instead of every other night and then eventually every third night. <laughs> so I don't know what that's like. But from what I can gather, just obviously growing up less than a football field away from you, it definitely seemed as though that there was just uh, grandpa was spread thin. Yes. And dad was a great man. Mm-hmm. There's no denying it. He did a, a lot of great things for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And but I felt like. Me growing up, mm-hmm. I got the shaft. I as far as his, his attention yes. and, and that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Because I, many times he would come in the house, moms, when it was his night, he would, I'll be at the table doing homework, whatever, mm-hmm. or helping mom with dinner. And he would come in, look in the kitchen to see what was for dinner. Not Hi, how are you? Can I help with you with your homework? He'll go look and then go sit on the couch, turn on the TV to either sports or the news. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And I'm like, Dad, <laughs> come on. <laughs> I'm like, I'm right here. <laughs> Some attention, please. So Thank please. you. <laughs> but that was one thing. But um, when I was growing up, I loved to go camping, especially when it was just our family and Dad was there. Yeah. Because he would tell, quote, unquote, bedtime stories um by the fire at night or yeah. in our tents when it was like raining and we could go out or something he would tell us stories and those moments i just like yes like <laughs> even though it's only like maybe half an hour this yeah. is my dad yeah like he's paying attention to me and so what were some of your favorite stories that he told around the um fire? my favorite one it's like i can't even honestly i don't even remember the stories but, you, but there's like that lingering memory of him doing that action that yes. you hang on to. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. Yep. And I'm like, this is my dad. He's yeah. actually paying attention to me. Mm-hmm. But after mom died, he definitely made more of an effort into like, like, cause he realized, oh crap, my wife is dead. And I have these kids. <laughs> 
like, holy crap. And yeah, him, yeah. he just saw this like light bulb, like, oh crap. I need to get, I need to get, you know, I need to fix some things. Yes. Gotcha. Yes. And I saw that and he even asked, he's like, what can I do to fix this? I'm like, dad, I'm, I know I'm not the only one that said this to him. Mm-hmm. I said, you cannot fix it. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. I said, but we can start from now is what I told him. Cool. He said, that's the past. You can't fix it. And, uh, and he's like, okay. Yeah. But he made us more of an effort with mom's kids. And I said, well, dad, we <laughs> yeah. have these other kids, you know? Yeah. Like last week when we were talking to, um, uh, your half sister, do you call your half sister? Did you call your sister? Um, well, to the family, I say sister, but when I'm explaining it to other people, I oh, say half that, sister. That's always that's <laughs> always the caveat that you have to have, which is so funny, you know, like it's like kind of like me and my twin sister. In the family, we are known as the twins. Yeah, but we are not really twins. You're from. You were born at the same time. I w- we have the same dad, yep. different moms, born on the same day. I am five hours older than she is. Could you imagine? Being grandpa <laughs> with two wives that are pregnant that are going into labor at the same time. Well, the funny thing is... I want to hear that story because I, I don't... I mean, I obviously know your quote-unquote twin and, and everything. And I know that you guys are called the twins. That's what I grew up calling you guys and everything else too. But I, I don't know, and you, you might know this, but I'm curious to know, how, did, did grandma ever tell you what that was like being like um, you know pregnant with another sister wife she did and my stepmom definitely said it too because she was two weeks late my half sister gotcha and i was about a month early (laughs) so they weren't even trying to have it on the same time they weren't even trying and uh, (laughs) many many times i've had got this question like well did your dad just go from one wife to another wife the same night um (laughs) <laughs> Ew, gross, no, thank you. Ew. Ew. No, please. No, please. And so I was being born, and my stepmom was up at the, her, her house now, which her, used to be her parents' house. Yeah. Just across the street. Mm-hmm. She was on a picnic table. She said that she was literally bawling her eyes out. She's like, why? I am two weeks late. Come on. Give me, <laughs> pop this baby out already. I'm done. And five hours later, here's my sister. <laughs> <laughs> so you're five hours earlier than your quote unquote twin yes, sister. Yes. Wow. I couldn't, I, I can't even imagine being grandpa in those last two weeks. Can you imagine that? Oh, She's 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 running full tilt between two women, <laughs> just bouncing back and back forth. Back and forth. Mm-hmm. And you were born here. I was born here, and okay. actually in the room downstairs where y- your cousin yeah. is staying. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Because when I was born, where my room is now, yeah, is now that didn't exist because you guys had an addition yeah. that got put on. I re- mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. I mean, I I wasn't alive during the time where it, there was no addition, but and I, I was only like not even. Three or four. No, maybe three or four when it was built. Yeah. Yeah. Small. You're tiny. Yeah, that's so crazy to think that like <laughs> I mean, I, I sometimes I've always thought sometimes I've always. Um <laughs> sometimes I think about what it would be like to live a life constantly. That's where the always comes in. Constantly being in a spot where you need to give your attention to so many people. Like just what I do with work now and I'm taking care of patients mm-hmm. on the psychiatric floor and I'm like, I am fried at the end of the night because I have seven people that need all these different things. And so when I think about that being a polygamist man, not only married to multiple women, but also trying to be a father figure to multiple children, being a father figure to way more children than was, than the amount of yes, wives that you have. Yes. Right? Yes. So that, like thinking about that and then thinking about how grandpa tried, you know. He tried. He definitely tried and he failed a lot. Mm-hmm. And he was human mm-hmm. after all. Some people don't may not think so, but. <laughs> yeah. He is human or was human. Yeah. It's so tough to think about, and it's something that I admire about polygamist men, you know, in a weird sort of way, you know, 
most of the time, I would venture a guess to say that most of the time, 99.9% of the time, polygamous men do what they can. You know, they try to make it work. And most of the time as well, fail. They fail. <laughs> yes, they do. Because and every kid of theirs has a personality that has certain needs to be met and, and, and that kind of thing. And trying to balance that would be tough. And I know my mom actually told me this several times throughout my life. Mm-hmm. She's like, I chose this life. I don't want it for you. Okay. So that, okay, so that's actually interesting too because your older siblings, your oldest siblings, some of them have chosen that lifestyle for themselves. Yep. Yep. Only two out, two out of my mom's 10 kids live that lifestyle. Yeah. And everyone else believed in it for so, 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 so long. And see, like, I never did. Ever? I, okay. Ever. That was ever. something I wanted to ask you is, like, ever. was that I, ever something that you worked with? Like, at the smallest age I could remember, I'm like, I don't want this. And okay. Especially, and as, as I got older, I was like, no, this is definitely not for me. And can you imagine being like 18, 20 years old, having your dad come to you and say, hey, you need to get married and have kids. Ugh. I'm like, hell no, dad. <laughs> I am only 20 years old. I am not popping out kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, and I thought, told him I don't want kids. Yeah. And just the look on his face was like, what? I'm like, I love kids. Mm-hmm. But I don't want any on my own. Gotcha. It's so, I, okay. That's something I remember about you too, is that anytime any of the aunts had kids, like anytime that we wanted to go see them and you were like, they were here at grandma's, uh, you would always be holding the kid and then you would like be guarding the baby. Like, no, this is, I'm, I'm holding the baby right now. You get away from me. And I was always jealous. I was like, I want to hold the baby. Duh. (laughs) Stupid. I want to hold it. (laughs) Yeah, that's really interesting to to try and balance that that uh, that idea of like what you're supposed to do versus what you want to do. And then I also remember when I hit thirty, my dad came to me again. He's like, "Well, you're not getting any younger, you know." <laughs> I'm like, "Thanks, Dad. I know." Ouch. I'm like, says the seventy year plus year old man. <laughs> Did you shot back at him with that? No, I just kind of gave him the story look, like, okay, dad, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. That's funny. That's funny. There is my mom and her kids on one side, and the third wife on the other side, and his second wife in the middle. It was like, what the heck do I do here? (laughs) Yeah, and he's doing what he can to be a father figure for 28 different people, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's so tough to... God, that's so crazy. And I'm glad that you said about uh, about grandpa's like I mean we said this last week but like a very just a titan of a guy. You know, he had so much on his plate that he was trying to work with and I mean I can harp on it forever but I truly think that if there was anybody that lived the religion in the way that it should have been or at least like from a personal perspective maybe not I'm not saying that he was the greatest polygamist to ever live. That's not the that's not the case. I don't I I wouldn't no. say that. No. But I also think that he as far as like living the lifestyle and living the religion itself and like practicing the tenets of the religion and praying and, and, and the, uh, religious observance and, and that kind of stuff. I, I think there was nobody better. Yeah. Um, I might be biased, but well, maybe, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. And the day I remember this so clearly the day he decided to come down to my house to pretty much die. Hmm. I remember that, and just, like, and after that, it was, like, all of her kids were, like, well, not all, I should say. Yeah, some. Some were, like, no way, he should be up here with us. Like, up, excuse me, you have your mom, for one. Yeah, who's working through her own stuff. Yes, and we're, like, no. Yeah. And then I'm, like, thinking in the back of my head, I'm, like, finally, he is choosing us. Yeah. He's dying, but he's choosing us. Finally, <laughs> at least he made the decision. I damn it. Damn it. <laughs> he made the decision. And then as all that was just going on and you remember this mm-hmm. house especially like the last couple weeks. It was a madhouse. It was a madhouse. Madhouse. Revolving like, door. There was never not 13 people here. <laughs> Yeah, it exactly. Constantly. It, and you know what? And I, I remember telling this to a few of uh, my cousins. Of uh, Your mom's side? 
No, on so your nieces and nephews of gotcha. talking about how the amount of people that were at this house when grandpa was getting worse reminded us of what it used to be when we were all really young, you know, right, the raspberry yeah. patch days. Yes. Right. So and the grandma word days. On the, <laughs> the grandma word days. I thought I would just drop that in there yeah. because it was <laughs> the grandma word days. It was during that time. So let's give some context. So the grandma word. <sighs> do you want to tell the story? I can tell the story. Okay, let's do it. Okay, you go for it. Well, this was, how old were you? Oh, I was I was older at like, that time. Yeah, because... I was in high school, I think. We were at my oldest brother's yep. house. A typical Sunday evening. Because mm-hmm. it's like, we never really said where we were going to meet that Sunday. We just all knew to go to some house. I remember it was here every week forever. Forever. And then it ended up being his house for a long for, time for as a well. long time. Yeah. And then it's like we're just talking back and forth and dad's third wife came up and mom in conversation in conversation i don't know how remember how yeah she came up and mom just she was sitting at the table by the window and she says yeah it's a dick (laughs) (laughs) and all of us were like what grandma grandma and my sister was like mother do you even know what that word means and she's like yes it's like okay (laughs) and then one of your cousins the one of the cousins whose house it was. <laughs> yeah. Like, we're just here just laughing. She's like, hmm. It's like, grandma word and Jane. See, grandma word run. And that's how the grandma word came up. The grandma word. You know, <laughs> I uh, I hope that there are polygamist women who are listening to this right now who share the same sentiment that <laughs> grandma had toward her sister wife. I mean, I'm not saying that I advocate for sister wives to name calling and despising one another but i think that emotion is there and you know god damn it grandma was the one to say it (laughs) well yeah we all know that she had that she had a little bit of spice to her spice and then (laughs) definitely um which i hardly ever saw the older siblings saw that a lot more than me i tease my sister all the time i said well you got the young mom i got the old mom (laughs) The one who softened up. The one that softened up. <laughs> and she's like, well, you got to see a different side of mom. I'm like, oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Two sides to every coin, for sure. <laughs> now, I remember grandma just calling us little shits all the time. Oh, that's because you guys were little shits. Well, I mean, I'm not saying we weren't. <laughs> but yeah. I remember just the, I mean, the raspberry patch stories. But, I mean, we had this raspberry patch outside that was just, it was it was just too tempting. It was just large massive glistening raspberries that just look so good i mean the reddest of red and just looks so tasty and when you have all of the grandkids and how many grandkids does grandma have i think it's like 30 30 something 38 37 or something like that something like that yeah yeah. there's a there's a slew of us and whenever we would show up to grandma's house for you know scripture studies or or family dinners or whatever you know the kids we would conspire and come up with these Ocean's Eleven level heists yeah. to try and come up with the best way to not get caught picking ra- grandma's raspberries. And you knew perfectly well she knew exactly what you guys were doing. Uh, yep, and, and she, she was just being the grandma, letting us have our little fun, and then like once it got to be too and far, then here, she would... And then hearing that window <laughs> slide open. Uh, yeah, we'd be on our backs, like underneath the raspberry bushes themselves, and, and we, you know, in our little six-year-old mind, was like, there's no way grandma can see us. <laughs> Yeah. You know, there's no way. And then we just hear, you little shits, get out of my room. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. And then all of us were just like, all and ex- right. Well, except for one of your older cousins. <laughs> yeah. She didn't really like the raspberries. She liked the, um, what are they called? Rhubarb. Oh, the rhubarb, rhubarb. yes. Because gotcha. there was the raspberry patch and then the rhubarb. The rhubarb was next to it, yeah. Yeah. They forget that. Give me the rhubarb, of course. And then, of course, whenever she was here, she would steal the salt shaker mm-hmm. and go out there. And, and then you know how mom is. Yeah. She was like, <laughs> bring myself back. <laughs> and because she would never use full names. She would go first and middle. Yeah. She call, She always called me Christopher Joe. Christopher Joe. Or Buzz. 
Buzz was my nickname from grandma. Mm -hmm. And she was the only one that called you that, right? Or Yeah, actually, yeah. No, you're right. I mean, because I always had short cropped hair. I mean, I'm living that lifestyle now as I'm glistening yeah, with my skull. Had but nicknames for, for people, and she was the only one allowed to call them that. Yeah, I remember, I think it might have been one of your sisters or one of your brother's wives or something like that that called me Buzz one time, and I got wigged out. Like, like no. It's like, excuse me, but that's grandma's name for me. Like, um, you can't say that to me. Like, <laughs> like Earl. Mm -hmm. His name, nickname was Toots. Because his eyes were the color of Tootsie Rolls. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I remember that now. Yeah. And my nickname, I don't know how in the hell she came up with it, was Diana LaRue. 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 I'm like, okay. And other people try to call me that. I'm like, no. Don't. Excuse me. Excuse that's me. what my mom no. says for me. I'm like, no. Mm -mm. Yeah. My mom, has, my mom calls me Critter. Yeah. And I... I have never had anyone else call me that, but just the thought of someone else calling me critter just ma it makes me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> like right now, as I'm sitting here, I'm just kind of like, "Ooh, that's like, gross." <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. She definitely had like the spice to her, mm -hmm. definitely. And there are like I have like so many inappropriate stories about my mom. <laughs> I want to know all of those stories. <laughs> all of those stories, and like there's a couple of them. My sister's like, she did not see that i'm like um yeah she did yeah <laughs> like this one sorry mother forgive me <laughs> but maybe you're looking in the wrong direction mom forgive me <laughs> <laughs> maybe we need to be looking down a little bit more, a little bit more. depending on how inappropriate the story is oh <laughs> uh, yeah it kind of grossed me out okay so she's you know i had been a teenager at this point mm -hmm. And she's like, you know, you're just so lucky that you're even here. I'm like, I know, Mom. I was little. I was small. I was, like, way early. Yeah. I was really sick. So, of course, I know I'm yeah. lucky to be here. She's like, no, that's not what I mean. I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, because that was one of the last times me and your dad ever did anything. I'm like, gross, mother. <laughs> mother. <laughs> and, she, you know, and you know how she got. She's like yeah. that little twinkle in her eye and <laughs> she, little, half little smile. <laughs> she knew that it would make you feel uncomfortable. Like, oh, mother. <laughs> gross. So I'm like, I know that's what has to happen to have babies. <laughs> but it goes parents, siblings, and then rest of my family, I don't want to know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's awesome. I'm like, gross. She, she definitely had a way. She was very sly. She, she was. She was she very was. calculating in a way that she would kind of like tease you. Yeah. Like she, I remember when I was little, little, she, um, she did this thing with me where she would, um, I, w I remember I would lay in her lap and she would like, like just run her fingers across mm -hmm. my forehead down to my nose and just like mm -hmm. basically like just draw the tip of her finger from my forehead to the tip of my nose. And it was super relaxed. I mean, I'm a kid. I'm hard. I mean, maybe four or five years old. And I loved grandma. I would sneak. I would quote unquote sneak out of the you basement. You and your older sister. Yeah. We would conspire to come upstairs. <laughs> and there was many, many, many times where your mom would call and say, will you send my kids home, please? It's dinner time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we lived downstairs. In a separate apartment, comp not a complex, but like a little separate living space. And we would like sneak away while mom was folding laundry, watching days of our lives. <laughs> <laughs> and just come upstairs because you were making cookies or something like that. And, mm -hmm. you know, we would you hang out with smell. grandma. Yeah, we would smell it from downstairs. And she would do that. Like I would just hang out with grandma and she would pet my face, <laughs> which is kind of a weird way to say it. But then I would start to fall asleep. And just before I'd start to fall asleep, she would flick my nose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was like, oh, oh, Grandma, come on. And she was like, I don't want you falling asleep. And then she would like keep doing it. And then I would just like lull back to sleep again, just like flick my nose again. <laughs> yeah. And then I remember this other story of mom, which is hilarious because I always say it has to be a tiger thing. Yeah. And then you'll understand what I mean by, by that. Yeah. It was me, mom, and my brother just old, older than me. Yeah. Sitting on the cu uh, couch watching um, Dirty Jobs because it was one of my mom's favorite shows. She had the biggest crush on Micro. Oh, huge. <laughs> Epic. It's like Micro and Kevin Costner. Micro, Kevin Costner. <laughs> Hands down. 
By the way, both very high caliber dudes. Yes, indeed. It, I mean, you wouldn't think that, like, you know, you, when you think of like older women having crushes on celebrities, you always think of like, oh, it's George Clooney, uh, you know, or Richard Gere. But like, Grandma had a little bit more of a, a different type of taste. That's because um, her dad is, I think, part of the reason why she had a thing for Kevin Costner. Oh, okay. Because he was into the westerns, he was into like oh, horses, gotcha, and, like outdoorsy. It, I never knew that's where it came from. Yeah, I always just assumed that Grandma really liked that, you know, tub scene from Dance with Wolves. Maybe she does. <laughs> Maybe the ass scene. <laughs> we 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 all knew. We all knew. Um, but no, and because he was into horses. And, okay, kind of a western that, theme, kind yeah, of affinity. And, gotcha. And of course, growing up on the farm. Mm -hmm. And all that cool. down in Utah. And that's where all you guys get your love of outdoors mm -hmm. is from grandpa. Yeah. Which would be your great grandpa. Mm -hmm. And, but anyways, back to the story. Yeah. We are just sitting on the couch and this is the gooey duck episode. The gooey duck episode. It's a clam. Okay. So, oh wait, no, this is an episode of Dirty Jobs. Dirty Jobs. The gooey duck episode. I've never, I don't think I've seen this okay. episode. Well, it's a clam. A clam. That looks like a male appendage. A penis. You yes. can you can say penis on my podcast, <laughs> by the way. That's totally fine. Penis, 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 penis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brother. <laughs> but anyways, we were just sort of watching it, and me and my brother are like, okay, he's dicking up clams. No big deal. We didn't even Wait, go. did you say dicking up clams? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing whatever I can to throw you off, by the way. <laughs> I can see that. Anyway. So he's digging up clams. Digging <laughs> up clams. And we're just watching it, and he's holding one, in, one in, in his hand, right? Okay. And my mom just starts laughing. Me, me and my brother look at her, back at the TV, back at her, at the TV, like, okay, we see why she's laughing. <laughs> and then Mike Rose says, I'm wet from my head down to my gooey duck. And she just <laughs> lost it. She was like laughing so hard. I have never seen her laugh that hard probably ever. Yeah. And then we're like, Mom. <laughs> and then the next scene, he's in this kitchen Yeah. with it. And they have like, for some reason, they have to boil it in some so water. So they're preparing it to eat. Something like that. Okay. And they have to boil it for like 10 seconds. Okay. And then they, he took it out of the water peeled off this thin film off of it Ooh. and she started laughing even harder <laughs> i'm like mom how in hell do you know what condom is come on <laughs> you have 10 kids <laughs> we know you didn't use them we know we didn't use them <laughs> and then my cousin gotcha was watching the same episode at the same time and thought the same thing <laughs> i'm like it has to be a tagger thing it's gotta be it has to be just laughing at penises and condoms and genitalia. Yeah. Well, to be fair, genitalia is pretty funny overall. <laughs> pretty much. Why do you think there's so many penises drawn in like bathroom stalls? That's very true. Right? That's very true. I mean, why do you think there's so many clams drawn in bathroom stalls? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And this other story I had my mom that I wanted to tell. Sure. kind of want to embarrass my sister a little bit. <laughs> okay. My oldest sister. It was after your niece was born. Gotcha. And they were still in the hospital. Mm -hmm. And so we went to visit them. And so we stopped at like Target, something like some store to grab some baby clothes. And we're checking out. And my sister was right there waiting for us because she already checked out. And I was right next to mom. And she let out the biggest fart of <laughs> <laughs> I swear. It was like... The poor cashier. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, hold on. So I, I just want to make sure I'm getting a visual. So you guys went to go to Target to shop for my older sister for some baby clothes for her daughter. Yes. Um, and you guys are just, you're at the, the counter and you yeah. guys are like, you're beeping things through and kind of ringing everything up. Yeah, because my sister already checked out. So she was just like maybe. Oh, just like a few feet away. Few just few like waiting. Away. Okay, gotcha. And then I was next to my mom and. She just lets him fly. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, I look at her. I'm like, Mom. She's like, what? <laughs> like, and then my sister just had this horrified look on her face. Like, what the hell? Dude, I will say this, though. 
<laughs> just okay i can't i i personally i think i actually lack the structure in my brain to imagine grandma just ripping ass super hard because <laughs> I, I i just don't associate that kind of thing i mean obviously i knew probably that i mean maybe that she farts <laughs> she did a lot <laughs> but i never saw it when i was a kid and then when we we're walking out of the building my sister just was laughing so hard she has such a distinct laugh too yeah like the cackle yeah the cackle laugh yeah and she's just like i'm gonna go get the car you guys wait here and we could seriously she was like maybe I don't know how far away. Yeah. But far enough where we really could see her. Like for maybe and you can still hear her laughing. You can still hear her laughing. <laughs> so she's like a few rows across and like down the way, mm-hmm. you know, maybe a hundred yards away or something yeah. like that. Not even. Yeah. <laughs> You're just listening to her cackle about grandma's fart. Yeah. And then we're driving to the hospital. And here she is just her laughing. My mom turns to us. She's like, don't you dare ever say this, tell this to anybody. Well. Ta-da. Here we are. <laughs> now everyone's hearing about it. Mom, okay, so anytime your mother farts, it's the funniest thing. Yeah. It's, there's no, I, 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 tru, I, I truly think that there is nothing, like I don't know if any of anything funnier. Like I've only witnessed my mother fart like twice in my and life. She, and the first time I didn't believe it happened. <laughs> I've, uh, I've only ever heard my my dad fart only like a couple times. And I thought it was the funniest thing ever. Oh, dude. I, I hear my dad fart all the time. But my dad is a lot more, was a lot more proper than your dad. That's true. That's true. So I don't, I don't want to uh, jump tracks too, too hard. But something that I think is super cool about your perspective, and I've wanted to talk to you about it, is coming out of being bisexual yes yeah yeah um and i i want to know this year actually yeah that's a couple months ago yeah congratulations thank you that's awesome and so i know and and you know more than anybody of the sort of i don't want to say sort of i'm i'm choosing my words carefully for some reason basically it sucks to be a part of the queer community when you're growing up in the aub Amen to that. There you go. Yes. So tell me about it. I want to hear what it was like for you growing up, what the type of feelings you felt when you found out. Not so much when you found out. I'm assuming that you always always kind of felt this way, right? I was in sixth grade when I knew 100%. Okay. I want to know that story. So tell me that story. It's like, this is so embarrassing. Like... We are we are here. We are liberated. We are are bearing all. We're talking about grandma's farts. (laughs) That's very true. Let's go for it. So I was in sixth grade. So, you know, growing up. Was my dad your sixth grade teacher? No, I was in Corvallis. Okay, gotcha. I was in, sorry, in Corvallis when I was in fourth grade. I think my dad started teaching after you were in yes, sixth grade, right? But she did. he did teach my half-sisters and half-brother. Gotcha. Gotcha. The younger ones. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so I was in sixth grade and we're out playing recess. And I got hit in the face with a dodgeball. You know? There are so many people that know exactly what that feels like. And, like, and of course, here I am just crying. Yeah. And then while my female teachers came up to me and gave me a hug, I'm like, what's this? <laughs> <laughs> so I, oh, my God. And that's how I knew 100%. You felt, you felt boobs on your face. I felt and boobs And you were just like, wait a second. Yes. There's something here. Yes. I found something out about myself. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Maybe I should get hit in the face with the dodgeball more often. Maybe I'll get more boobs in my face. <laughs> and Such a I, thing to never, say. it's like I, I find that so embarrassing. That story. Why is that embarrassing? It's like I just I don't know. I just find it so embarrassing. Is that that is how I one hundred percent knew? Well, let me tell you this. I don't know of a single person, truly, that doesn't like having boobs in their face. That's very true. Okay, and that might be weird. There might be some, some, you know, some heterosexual women that are listening to this episode that are like, oh, wait, when nah, uh, that's fine. <laughs> nah. Okay, so in sixth grade, you found out 100%, you know, through the, the tender love and care of your PE teacher. <laughs> and it wasn't my PE teacher. Oh, it wasn't? Oh, it was so one of your female teachers. One okay. of my female teachers. Gotcha. So you found out then. 
And that's in sixth grade. So you're 12, mm-hmm. 12 years old. From then on, what was that like for you? I'm assuming, and I don't want to put words in your mouth at all. I'm assuming that there was a, probably a lot of shame involved. Oh, lots of shame. I want to. I want you to kind of lots hash that of out. Shame. I'm, I'm like, very curious. I thought to myself, I can't have these feelings. It's wrong. I'm going to go to hell. Okay, well, you know, it not this religion is not the only religion that you're going to go to hell if you like the same sex, you know. Mm-hmm. But that's what I thought. I'm like, I'm going to go to hell. Because you enjoy thoughts of being with a member of the same sex or yes. by same biological sex as yes. you. Okay. I'm like, I can't have these feelings. Yeah. I can't think of having a crush on one of my best friends. Oh, that's an interesting dynamic. Yeah, I mean, that was even now. That's like even before I, like I came out. She's I, I didn't know her when I was a kid. I met her about three years ago. Okay, like and a coworker. I, yes, that, okay. that I used to work with. Okay, and I'm like, even then, I'm like, I can't, I can't have these feelings. It's like I'm gonna go to hell. Mm-hmm. Oh, and she knew, one hundred percent. She knew. So, I want to. <laughs> it's really funny that you say that she knew, because when you told me that you were bisexual, I mean, I was never surprised. I wasn't surprised at oh. all. I, I I already kind of knew that about you, in and like I, I'm just thinking back to that specific time when you told me. But like, I remember you saying, "It's like yeah." So, you had like all this like nervous energy and like that kind of thing. And I was like, what, what's the deal? Like, what is, why, why is she like acting all weird? Cause you'd never interact, you never acted like that in front of me before. And I was like, there's something big going on in her brain. I don't know what it is. And then you're like, I'm bisexual. <laughs> you kind of like vomited out. And I was like, oh, duh. Yeah. And you know, like how I grew up and having relatives mm-hmm. who are gay and, and lesbian. Sure. And, like, I saw how they were treated. I'm like, I don't want that. Hmm. Like, my dad has already disappointed me in other ways. So why did I disappoint <laughs> me? Why add another thing to the why list? Why yeah. And, but, yeah, like, um, so this year I'm like, okay, dad's gone, mom's gone. It's 2020. I'm finally free. <laughs> <laughs> and my si- one of my sister's. So when I came out to her, she's like, well, it is 2020. Yeah, that could be interpreted in a very different way as well. It could be like, well, it's 2020. The world's going to shit. I might as well take on like my sister's bisexual. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Whatever. And so. There's murder hornets. There's fires in Australia. And my sister's bi. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but this friend of mine. Now, this was months. Not like me. It was maybe a couple months after dad died. Okay. I'm like, okay. I wonder. And so I told her, she's like, oh, honey, I already know. I'm like, how in the hell do you know? And she's like, I know you. I'm yeah. like, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so, and then about a month later, I accidentally sl- slipped to my sister-in-law. And she's like, okay. I'm like, all right, cool. And that was it for like months. Uh-huh. Months and months and months and months and months. So finally couple months ago i'm like okay so this is not 2020 when you told your sister-in-law and your friend oh it it was oh okay like, so it was, it was couple, beginning of this year like not long after dad died okay gotcha beginning of this year and, gotcha um so a few months go past a few months go past i'm like okay well if they're okay with it i wonder so i started with next one of my other co ex-co-workers that i became really really good friends with mm-hmm and I tell her all the time that she, how she has nice tits and nice ass all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, shut up. I'm like, well, well, it's true. Sometimes you can just be bold. And she's like, well, both of them know. Both of them are straight and married. Okay. But they both know that I would never, ever cross that line. So it sounded like, or it sounds like that you have a relationship with those folks where that kind of brazen attitude is accepted in a way because they they know who you are and yes. they know that you're not going to be some sort of jerk about yeah okay gotcha yeah and they both know that i would never ever in a million years cross that line because mm-hmm. a they're married yeah so there you go right then they're off limits mm-hmm. <laughs> right then yeah doesn't matter if they're bi 
gay or whatever. Gay, whatever. Yeah. You're married or in a relationship. So that I would never yeah. go there ever. Mm-hmm. But anyways, and then I'm like, okay. So I told her, she's like, she was pretty much the same response as the first, my first friend. She's like, oh, honey, I know. <laughs> like, how in the hell do you know? She's like, because I know you and your body language. I'm like, great. Uh-oh. Great. This is just great. I'm like, well, might as well keep on going. And now, mind you, this is the second friend to, let's say, you was like a week and a half. So I told all So you were, you were rifling through. You were like flipping through that Rolodex of people and just like, I, I got to tell, tell them, got to tell them, got to tell them, got to tell them. So I started with that second friend. Gotcha. And then I started. And so I started telling people. Yeah. Like more of my friends I knew would be okay with it. And then I'm like, okay. All my, all my siblings, who would be the easiest for me to tell. So I told my half-sister, the one I was on last week. Yep. And she's like, oh, I'm not surprised. Yeah. I'm like, okay. And then going, and my twin sister, I told her, she's like, really? I had no idea. I'm like, seriously? Of all the people. <laughs> of, of all, all the people. <laughs> <laughs> of all the people that you, <laughs> that you told your twin was the one who was like, Wait, really? Because of all the talk about, oh, who, this, this person's hot or that. It's like, you never talked about women. You always talked about men. Okay. I see that. That makes sense in my brain. Uh, the, the logic follows, right? Mm-hmm. But the, her reaction is like, really? <laughs> I'm like, you of all people should know this. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I'm like, wow. you're my twin sister. <laughs> but, and then I'm like, okay. And then this uh, one night... In the midst of all this, your mom comes up to talk about, like, some household stuff, some stuff going on. Yeah. She, her and your dad still live in my basement, right? Yep. And they're talking back and forth. I was kind of fidgety, and she's, like, looking at me like, what is her deal? Mm-hmm. Like, so I have something to tell you. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. And so I told her, she's like, all right, I'm not surprised. She's like, do you want me to call your brother up? I'm like... No, they're like, yeah. So she texted. So, hold on. So you you were hesitant to tell my dad. Yeah, because I was like. So was my dad the first of your brothers that you told? Yes. Okay. Yes. So it sounds, and I don't, again, I don't want to assume too much. It sounds as though there was kind of this underlying fear of what your brothers would think of you. Yes. As far as like your sexual orientation yes well him and okay m- he and one of my other brothers yeah are the two easiest for me to talk to okay like super easy sure and so, so i'm like yeah so she texted him say like, come upstairs alone mm. so he came up he was standing over there by the fridge he's like what's up i'm like looking at your mom's like I told spit it out, spit it out. <laughs> so i told him and he's like and your mom said this to me. Like, I w- watched him watch you. Like, he was so intense. Like, after you told him, like, this is really important to her. I need to listen to her. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. really is kind of a, a, a very intense moment for you, I'm assuming. Yes. Okay. And then, you know, Al went down and he ran at the side to your mom. He's like, just an FYI, my wife is off limits. I'm like, oh, honey, you have <laughs> no issues there. That's she's very like, much my dad's style of humor of like. <laughs> and I said, oh, I'm like, oh, please. She's more like a sister. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then and then that night I texted. Yeah. I said, I need to talk to you. I said, what's yeah. up? I'm like, no. Face to face. And yeah. you may remember that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you, cause you woke me up. <laughs> I was <laughs> sleeping in the guest bedroom, and, which used to be your old room. So I'm like dead to the world because I'd been recording episodes with so many people the last few days. And comes in, he's like, Diane, wake up. And I'm like, I like look up and I'm like, because oh, I like, I just got jolted awake. He's like, oh, you're not Diane. Sorry, Chris. <laughs> and you're like, what? Like, yeah, she's, she's over there. She's in the other room now. Yeah. That's and cool. Then, and then he opens up, Diane, I'm like, oh crap. <laughs> I slept in. <laughs> I slept in. Yeah. And then, and then of course we walk into the room that we're in right now. Mm-hmm. And I kind of look back and I see you. Going back, and like, good luck. I, I didn't know what was going on for, because I was still in, like, that weird limbo stage mm-hmm. of, like, waking up in the morning where I don't really, really know where I am. Um, and <laughs> I see him in there, and I was like, wait, why is he here? And then, you, yeah, just reading your body language and everything else, too, was like, oh, she's coming out to him. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, and so I told him, and talking back and forth, and 
it's like, you know, for the longest time, he's like, no judgment. If I had any issues with it, I would come and talk to you. Mm-hmm. And he said, for the longest time, I thought that you were a lesbian because you didn't have any serious relationships. I'm like, well, you're half right. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's a great way to think about it. You're half right about it. So have you dipped your toes into the dating pool of dating other women now? No. No? Mm-mm. Any particular reason why? or No, it just... Just hasn't come up. Hasn't come up. Hasn't been a thing. Okay, cool. But yeah, and so one thing, the two hardest was my older sisters. Mm. And so why was, why was it harder for you with your older sisters as opposed to your brothers? Um, because we don't really know how to talk to each other all that well. Hmm. You know, it's not like we don't love each other because we do. But yeah. there's that there's that huge age difference. Yeah, because they're the old, the two oldest. Yeah, my oldest sister is 18 years older than me. My other sister is 17 years older than me. Yeah, definitely a big age gap. Big age gap, and my my brothers pretty much told my sister like, "Well, you're you can't be so very very judgmental." Mm. Yeah. Talking to my second oldest sister. I'm gotcha. Like, yeah, and you know how my oldest sister can be. Yeah. She can, like, be very intense at times. Mm-hmm. And your mom says, go tell your sisters. You'll lose 15 pounds, emotional pounds, with just your <laughs> older, older sister. <laughs> just go talk to her. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> so it sounds like that process was, like, like I said, I don't, I don't want to ever assume that I know what's, you know, what, you, what you've been through or anything like that. It sounds like that that was like that conversations with your sisters was or those conversations with your sisters were the the hardest ones to have as far as like coming out. Yes. Is is that accurate yes. to say? Okay. Yeah. I mean they were like the hardest for me. I was like so hesitant. Why do you yeah. think you were so hesitant? Because they're like they're my older sisters. Yeah. Like I don't it's hard to explain like Okay. And you you don't have to go into it if you don't want like to. That's they're totally fine. like they're my older sisters. And they Were still you see me as this five-year-old little girl. Oh, oh, okay. That makes a lot of sense. Of that, I think that speaks to the age difference, mm-hmm. possibly, yes. just because of you know they were you know basically adults or near adults, you know, young adults when when you were born. Yes. <laughs> and so when you had your sexual awakening, they were already married and had a bunch of kids and everything yes. else too. So when you're in sixth grade getting boobs in your face. They're just kind of like, well, that's yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay. Wow. And it was like so incredibly difficult to do that. And I'm like, well, <laughs> I have to. And then my half sister, my twin sister, mm-hmm. sent me this link uh, over Messenger. And she's like, hey, guess what? It's bisexual week. I'm like, what a coincidence that I'm coming out on Bisexual Week. Wait, it happened at the same time? Yes. Boom, dude. It was meant to be. Meant to be. That's sick. That's awesome. Meant to be. <laughs> I was like, how awesome is that? So, this is kind of a weird question. How many people do you know in the AUB that are still in the closet? I, it might sound, it might be a kind of an Not insensitive many. question. Yeah, I don't want to be insensitive towards that because I, I do, I do want to lend credence to the idea that there are a lot of folks that wrestle with that because, hey, dun, 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 we're humans and we, ha- we differ and we are diverse and that also includes sexually, you know. Yes, uh, not many. And my brother said, well, maybe it's genetics like because you have cousins on the... T- <laughs> Side. That are bisexual are, or a part of the LGBTQ yes, community. I have okay. a gay cousin, sure. a lesbian cousin, okay, in the same family, mm-hmm. and then other. Is it genetic? <laughs> it's really weird for me to think of it as genetic. I'm like, <laughs> uh, and I'm like, maybe, like, just think about it. How many are there, and how many people like you are in? <laughs> this. You can say bisexual. It's okay to say it that too. So, it's still so hard for me to actually say it out loud. Oh, if you still feel uncomfortable, I'll do whatever I can to make you feel comfortable. <laughs> <That's okay. laughs> and um, like, think about it. Like, how many of Uncle Morris's or Uncle Marv's kids that you know 
that are either bisexual, gay, lesbian, like none. He's like, exactly. I'm like, wait, that none that we know of. Mm, that's kind of what I think as well. I think there's a lot of folks in our community here in Pinesdale that by one way or the other haven't found the courage to come out or well, if you're listening to this then I can if I can do this yeah you can definitely do it exactly and I'm so glad that you said that because I it just it's it seems to be such a shitty place to be mentally emotionally everything it is, to it's th- horrible because that led to depression mm-hmm. and thinking I am never going to be good enough for anybody yeah. And then body image issues. Mm-hmm. And I realize now that that was like the main cause of it. Kind of the root of the problem. Root of the problem. Have you um, have you seen any uh, uh, counseling services or anything uh, like not that? Not yet. Oh, yeah. Do you plan to? I plan to. Yeah. I mean, I'm also someone who works in mental health, so I'm obviously going to advocate. Yes. <laughs> it's like, yes, everyone needs therapy. and you I th- think everybody needs therapy. Dude, I am so hardcore on that. I, I think everyone needs therapy. And if you're the type of person who's listening who's like, I don't need therapy, you need the most therapy. Yes, yes. <laughs> and because that led to many, uh, like, you know, me feeling worthless and... It kind of a self-perpetuating per- um, yes. issues with mental health and, and that kind of thing. Yes. Wow, okay, yes. yeah. I mean, that makes so much sense. Makes so much sense. And why I've been so shy yeah. my whole life. Mm-hmm. Despite of everybody, or ninety nine percent of everybody already knowing or suspecting, <laughs> like great. Do you ever feel like uh, w- with everyone saying like, "Yeah, we already knew," like, what's the big deal? Do you think that you ever like wasted time? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes. Okay. And then that leads me back to my friend. Okay. That, you know, yes, she's married, which I know I can never, ever, ever in a million years go there. It's a boundary, of course. It's a boundary. Makes sense. And by the same time, I'm like, get over her already, damn it. So you're still crushing on your friend? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. She knows it. Okay. Uh, that was going to be my next question. I was like, does she know? She knows it. Okay. And she's married. Well, I can't provide any sort of relationship advice, unfortunately. <laughs> like, she's married. I can't go there in a million yeah. years, ever. But And then I also have a type with both men and women. Gotcha. So you need Jack Sparrow or you need, what's the female version? So give me a movie, give me a movie character because I know you, I mean, you're a huge fan of Johnny Depp and everything else too. So Captain Jack. Captain Jack. And okay. So that's your, that's your male type. What's your female type? Selena from Underworld. Like that dark hair. Selena from Underworld. I, I wish I, of all of my movie knowledge, Selena from Underworld. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm Googling it right Kate. now. Beckinsale, I think her oh, name is. Oh, oh, duh. Okay. I, I was thinking like, you know, some side character or something like that, some obscure reference. Oh, I, yeah. Dude, Kate Beckinsale, of course. Of course. Of course. If you if you don't dig her, what are you doing? I know, right? And see, like, it's like that dark hair, mm. all that. It's like, that's my type. I'm like, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but with she... You just no. need some vampire tits in your face with a pirate accent. Ooh, yes. <laughs> yes, I'm down for that. You need to get in the hit in the face with a pirate dodgeball. There you go. God, that would be awesome. And my other friend, um, she is you know, the one that I'm not crushing on. She's like, oh, yeah, you definitely have a type. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, you fit in that category too, you know. Damn it. It's <laughs> like, I know. Stop teasing me. <laughs> and so sometimes she has to look, just looks at me like, I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll stop. <laughs> you can get a hold of yourself, dude. <laughs> Pretty much. You should just throw yourself into the community, man. You totally should. Why not? Honestly. No, seriously. I'm, I'm not joking around. I know I do that all the time. But, like, you're out. It's It's all good. I don't know. I mean, aside from your twin, I don't know of anybody that's surprised. No, nobody's really surprised. So, I mean, there's no secret, first off, and then now the quote-unquote secret that everyone already knew is already out. Do you should jump into the community, man. I mean, there are thousands and thousands of people that would just be so supportive. And, I mean, if you've ever been to Salt Lake City in June, go to their Pride Parade. It's sick. It's awesome. 
so much fun. I mean, I know that there's pride events everywhere during the month of June, but I mean, that's the only one that I have experience going to and attending and, and being a part of. It's it's great. It's awesome. Yeah, Super I haven't fun. been down to Utah since my grandma's funeral. Yeah, you should you should jump into the community. I think you, I think that I think you benefit from it. <laughs>